This bonus episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast brought to you just like all the regular episodes by Andrews Insurance Agency, People's State Bank, and Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Hey, this is Brian Emmons of the Old School Red Hill Podcast. Wanted to bring you a bonus edition of the show this week, a little bit different I've got a show on three radio stations over in Indiana, and it's called Fair Shake with Brian Emmons, actually produced by our good friend Chip Jamerson. We did an episode in January about planning your best Vegas trips, and our two guys, Gary Emmons and David King, are Vegas aficionados, so they came on, and we did three segments on where to eat, where to stay, good brunch spots, great places to have a cocktail, all kind of stuff. So we thought we would put this up since all of our guys are involved. And uh, maybe if you ever plan a Vegas trip, uh, you can use these tips to help plan that and make it a lot more fun. I did want to mention, if you ever do want to listen to Fair Shake, it streams online, so you don't have to worry about being over there. It is on at 7 a.m. Central on Razor945.com. Just hit the listen live button. And then at 8 a.m. Central, it's on Memories 107.9. You can find that on WAMWAMFM.com. And it's also on The General, which is on that same website. And then it broadcasts at 9.05 a.m. on that station. So anyway, if you ever want to listen, I'd appreciate having you. We have a lot of good time. Chip and I kind of do this as a side gig, and we have a lot of fun doing it. But anyway... Hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll be back with a regular episode here in just a few days. And here we go with Fair Shake with Brian Emmons with special guests Gary Emmons and David King. All right, next up on Fair Shake, we've got the old school crew back in, King and Mook. We're going to talk about going to Vegas. These guys know what they're talking about as they've been to Vegas between the two of them a lot of times. So, guys, how are you? You ready to go? I'm ready to go back, yeah. Ready to go back to to Vegas? (laughs) Well, first of all, let's just talk about, let's start at the very beginning of your trip. What's the best time to arrive, in your opinion, in Vegas? Like, we last time we went, we took a 6 a.m. flight. We were walking in the door at Park MGM by 8 a.m. That was nice. You had a full day, kind of relax a little bit, get in your room. That's nice, but it just depends upon what you're interested in. I've also got, like, the the 3 o'clock arrival, and that's pretty good, too. What do you think, Dave? I was going to say it worked out great this time because I was able to get in my room right away. Um, got lucky. It was a mid, it was a mid, you know, midweek arrival. So didn't have any issues. I would say probably like a noon to early afternoon arrival. Okay. Um, would be my, pre- my preferred. Cause yeah. you can always, you can always get in your room by then, even if you have to pay for early check-in. Um, and you don't have to get up really, really early to fly out. Yeah. First question people ask when you say you're going to Vegas. Where are you staying? What do you guys like? King will go to you first. Strip or downtown? Uh strip for the most part. Um I've 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 spent it off strip too, but uh I prefer the MGM properties and the Cosmopolitan, which is becoming an MGM yeah, property right. um, next month. So Mook, you're a strip uh, guy, right? Oh, definitely. I think uh, also when you one thing about the strip, sometimes the things look closer than what they really are. Where yeah. it's like that hotel's right there, but MGM properties is what I love as well. Somewhere mid strip, we kind of stayed the last few times at the Park MGM, which is really accessible to Aria and Cosmo and Bellagio and the New York, New York across 
is across the way and Mandela, um, Landila yeah. Bay and Luxor. They're all right there together. Pretty easy. Got some good transportation options too. We stayed at the Mirage for years and years and years and years. Then when they sold, <clears throat> we didn't know about renovations. So last year, like Gary said, we went back to the MGM. Mook, what's the one or what's the one great selling feature that you don't think about at Park MGM? Well, it's very unique in all of Las Vegas. It's the only non-smoking casino in the, uh, in the entire city of Las Vegas. So if that's something that you don't want to have to mess with, that's the only one you can go to, and it's actually kind of nice. A lot of them do a good job of masking it for the most part, unless you're if you're a non-smoker, unless you're sitting right next to someone yeah. or you're throwing craps or you're throwing dice. And they do right a pretty good job, yeah. They do a great job. The parking gym, you don't think about it. I was going to say, I've, I've sat playing blackjack next to a chain smoker for – couple hours at a time and somehow i don't smell like smoke the next day so they do good but yeah, yeah that, that is a very unique uh, you know option at park mgm so you're happy with park mgm Mook? i am i mean it's been they've they've given us some uh good comps and and a lot of the mgm properties do but having that option right there and being so close to new york new york we like to go there and so close to the other one that's really really nice it's kind of mid mid-ish strip so you can get to pretty much anywhere pretty yeah. quickly King, what about you? If you had to pick your favorite, what would you say? Uh, I would say probably Aria overall out of the current MGM portfolio. Aria, which is which is connected to the Park MGM. Yeah, yeah, it's just a short just a short walk away. It's just a little bit step up. The rooms are a little bit nicer. Um, Usually, I don't. I can get two comp nights there versus four comp nights at Park MGM. So I usually have to go out of pocket maybe a hundred bucks. You know, maybe a hundred bucks a night on a weekend, but you know, get you get a couple comp nights during the trip as well. So I'd say that's one thing at the park MGM. The rooms are good. You know, you're not in there. You're not in Vegas for your room. You're not. We're not. At least we're not in there that much. But nothing incredibly fancy. They're good, clean, solid rooms in a really nice, uh, really nice casino hotel. So you know, I don't know. You take the good with the bad, but. Um, one, uh, one interesting one in the Park MGM is the Nomad as well, which I do want to stay in sometime. Uh, we may talk a little bit more about that later with some of you know, the drinking options there. But uh, the Nomad Hotel looks really, looks really nice. Um, and it's, it's basically in the Park MGM. It's kind of a hotel within a hotel yeah. type thing. But the rooms are a little bit more step up and not too bad, yeah. you know, cost-wise. Any other, any other ones you guys want to talk about as far as places to stay? As Cosmopolitan has been one of my favorites for a long time. It's currently, it's always been independent of all the uh, players clubs, but at MGM's bottom outs. And when's that start? The, tra- the transition starts March 1st, I think. Okay. Yeah. It, it's already it's already in process, but I think the, fi- the final transition end of February. Yeah, and then like I said, we stayed at the Mirage for years, Mook, and, and I, I love the Mirage, and I love their sports book, love their casino um, but again, when they sold to hard rock and coming out of the pandemic, we, we just, we were get a little skittish about what was going to be going on there, but I love the location of, of the Mirage and, and, uh, you know, again, kind of like the park G- MGM, they're not going to blow you away with their rooms, but I thought it was nice. Yeah, I was, I really enjoyed it too. Just when they got out of the, when hard rock bought them and, um, you know, a lot of people are upset. They're taking away the iconic volcano out there and they're yeah. going to construct one of those giant guitars if you've ever seen that down in fort lauderdale that's with with a bunch of suites in it so that's what they're looking to do there eventually but yeah it was a great spot served us well for many many years if they can recapture half of the magic of the old hard rock in vegas um you stayed there a lot right yeah you know mid 
mid two thousands to early twenty tens, um, they'll have something. Yeah. Uh, before it got before the hard rock got depressing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So Gary, you mentioned in and both of you actually have mentioned loyalty clubs. Talk about the importance of kind of picking one and, and sticking with it if that one kind of the family of hotels that they have. Well, the two major ones right there in Vegas are going to be the MGM Resorts and then or Caesars Properties. And it's just always good. I mean, sometimes you don't really think much about, about it, but you, know, you can go to the loyalty club or players club and get a card. And every time you gamble, you want to make sure you put that card in the machine. And every time you go eat somewhere on the property, give them your card. Yep. They're going to they're gonna accumulate points. And, you know, you may get some comps out of it. Even if you don't gamble that much, you may get – may not be on – Super Bowl weekend, you're not going to get comp, but you can pick certain days and even weekends throughout the year where they make comp. You may have to just pay resort fees or maybe not even that. So it's worth it. Not if, don't think you have to go gamble $10,000 a hand to get a comp for a room. You don't have to. You can really be a pretty modest gambler and get some comps there. Actually, you don't have to gamble at all now. Yeah, yeah now, right. It be, basically, you get comp points based on the spending at the resort, and that's yeah. hotel rooms, restaurants, drinks, Anything that you charge on that property, swipe your card and, you know, it's not a lot per transaction, but over time it adds up to something. So. And, and watch watch the little things and, and something that, that King alerted me to on this last trip, and now I've, I've noticed and I did fulfill it even though I didn't really know I was. Talk about the, the casino hopping, Dave, like at MGM. Oh, yeah. you have- I got an offer right before a trip, and um, – it was for if I spent anything at any three other properties besides the one I was staying at, which I was staying at Aria. So I did it park MGM, Mandalay Bay and New York, New York. I was, yeah, I was in all of them several times. So all I had to do was take a little bit of money in a machine or buy a drink and swipe my card. And then I got $60 worth of comp points plus, uh, Plus uh, some tier, some tier yeah, credits, right, you know, toward, yeah. toward the next tier. So, you know, not not a lot, not not a lot required of it. Just uh, just looking at the app and yeah. taking advantage of it. And and make sure when you go when you go get your card, go ahead and just tell them you want two because you're inevitably going to leave one in a machine <laughs> somewhere. So go do that. Yep. I did forget something right at the top. We start talking about best times to arrive. Transportation to the hotel to hotel from airport used to be Uber Uber. We've gone back to cabs because they've gone to flat rates, and yes. and I, I think that's the way to go now. You can check both, but cabs now are mm. very, very reasonable. Uh, I don't know how they do it going back to the airport, but from the airport to the hotel, yes, yeah. take a cab. Yeah. It's, it's, it's quicker, it's easier, it's cheaper. Um, now going back, um, I haven't checked those. Yeah, it, it was about the same. So I think to and from the airport, Cabot, maybe running between hotels, it's okay. I would uh, use an Uber. Sometimes that's more convenient. Okay, that's going to do it for this segment of Fair Shake. We'll be right back after these words from our great sponsors, and we're going to talk about dinner and brunch spots, great places to eat. We've had some fantastic meals out there and some really cool spots to either begin or end your evening for a great cocktail with some amazing views we'll be right back on fair shake remember each and every episode of the old school red hill podcast brought to you by people state bank tyler griffin's pizza house and the andrews insurance agency here we go with the next segment from fair shake this is where to have dinner and where to go have a nice drink 
Back on Fair Shake with the old school guys, King and Mook. We're going to keep talking about trips to Vegas. If you've got one planned in this cold weather, it does sound awful good. Here's what we want you to do or to at least enjoy your trip maybe just a little bit more. Let's talk restaurants. There is so many good places to eat in this town. It is ridiculous. Go out there with an open mind. Try some new things. There are a lot of great upscale restaurants. Mook, what's one of your favorites? Well, if it's someone that hasn't been to Vegas in a while, it's like something to remember. The days of the 99-cent buffet yeah. are gone. <laughs> no more 99-cent okay? so, steak and eggs. Yeah, so if, if, you're, if, if you're, you find one, you probably don't want to eat it. You're right. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so, you know, that's the thing. It, it, Vegas is expensive. There's no doubt about it. If you go in with an open mind, you know that going into it. Um, every chef, if anybody watches the Food Network or you watch social media, any chef that you know of has a restaurant in Las Vegas somewhere. Research it and find it. You know, some of the uh, restaurants, some of the uh, – there's been a few that we've gone to repeatedly, which is probably a, a testament to how good and how much we like it. Um, but I'm always – when we go out there, I'm looking for not just a restaurant, but looking for some sort of like just a little bit more of an experience. Yeah. And if they're offering something a little bit more. So a couple of the places I know we all share this. We went there this most last time. I think it was my third visit. Beauty in Essex Great. in the Cosmopolitan Hotel. It's a uh, – and there's a lot the, – the thing in Vegas, there's a lot of like speakeasies. And it's, you know, in the front, front facade of, of this uh, restaurant – is a working pawn shop. It really is. It's a pawn shop. You go buy guitars, buy a watch, whatever, and then you make your reservations and they let you in the door and you open up to this beautiful restaurant that has some very unique food options and you can't go wrong. Never had a bad thing. And it's actually, for Vegas, it's actually reasonably priced. It's all shareable food. So you're not just getting if you've got a group, if you got a big group of, I mean, we got out of there for hundred bucks a person. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and this one, so, little yeah. more, little more upscale, dress a little nicer yeah. if you're going to go to beauty in Essex, but yeah, great place. Another place I love this most recent time we went in the Park MGM was a place called Roy Choi's Best Friend. Roy Choi was a chef in um, in uh, uh, Los Angeles. Again, kind of a speakeasy vibe. You walk in, it's like you're in a bodega or a convenience store. And then you go back into another door and you open this restaurant. The waiters are all dressed in like Adidas track suits. And it's a lot of Korean barbecue. And again, a lot of shareable types of stuff. Kind of a Mexican-Asian fusion. Yes, yes. I mean, just just fantastic Another place we went to last time. It's a good place to take your take your wife or your spouse, your significant other. The Mayfair Supper Club, awesome in uh, in the Bellagio. It's it's a restaurant that there's it's dinner and a show. It's like kind of like classic Vegas. You'll have acrobats. You'll have somebody uh, a jazz band. You'll have a singer. You'll have dancers. But there's there's action going on during your meal. Really cool place. Plus the other good thing, it's in the Bellagio. You can see the Bellagio the fountains. fountains. Those go off every 15 minutes or so, so that was kind of a good thing. Yeah, and you can ask for a table um, that to where you can see the fountains, which is nice. And, and uh, talking about the decor, sort of think like an old-school supper club, you know, back in like the 30s, 40s, or whatnot, it, and a uh, really cool place. My last place was Super Frico, uh, another place in the Cosmopolitan Um very, I think they called it, um, I wrote this down, Italian-American psychedelic restaurant, so... It's just there's it's it appeals to all of your senses. There's performers next door at a show called Opium, and they performers are performing in the restaurant as you're eating. We had yeah. tableside mozzarella was cool. 
Really good uh, Italian-American food. Awesome place. Great experience uh, that evening, too. Yeah, uh, the one thing I, I wrote down, I liked the way it said. It said, the main lighting is dim with neon lights from artwork and strategically spotlighted so you can read the menu, which, as we all found as we pulled out our phones a couple of times, over. try to see the menus. <laughs> the music's pumping. The entertainers are scantily clad. It's a bit of a nightclub scene, but it is a really, really cool experience. And I'll tell you, like he said, the performers from Opium come over and perform form just watch him at super freako opium's not very good to jump ahead to the to the show part but what else we got i was gonna throw in a, a mention of uh mate uh, beauty and excess is probably my favorite restaurant in vegas probably close behind is carbone at the aria which is it's technically an italian restaurant but you go in it's an old school vegas steakhouse and it just it's super upscale, really nice. The food is fantastic. Steaks, seafood, the, you know, they got the whole runs the whole gamut. Um, it's fantastic. And then also Zuma at the uh, Cosmopolitan. Okay. As you can tell, I've stayed there a few times, but it's a uh, it is a uh, Japanese uh, basically a sushi sushi restaurant. Yeah. Very very nice. Very nice. Very. Uh, and the wait waiters are wait staff is super helpful as you know as directing you around the menu, you know, for those that aren't, aren't as familiar with, uh, with the, uh, sushi options as, as some others might be. Yeah. Um, what else you got on your list, Dave? That's it. Okay. Yeah. I've got, I've got Hell's Kitchen at Caesar's Palace. Uh, Chef <clears> Gordon <throat> Ramsay, of course, if you watch the show, you kind of know the menu because they, they cook it all the time. Scallops, they're known for their beef wellingtons, lobster risotto, sticky toffee pudding. Gary, you had one of the great drinks of all time there. Yes, it was a, a great presentation. It was an old fashioned, but they brought it out in a box and they opened the box and there was smoke flowing out of the box <laughs> and fantastic drink. Yeah, it was that was a a fun fun one for sure. Yeah, but if if you go to uh, Hell's Kitchen and and you'll see some reviews out there of all these places, you know, people are weird writing reviews. I mean, uh, Hell's Kitchen, I'm a big fan of the show, so we watch. But I didn't. Everything I had was amazing. So I highly, highly recommend, even yeah. though the hype's there for, for Hell's Kitchen. Another one that I will tell you is kind of cool that you're going to get. I went to the top of the world at the Stratosphere a few years ago. It's really cool. 800 feet above Las Vegas, looking down. You're spinning around. Really, really cool. I had a Not steak. Bad, eh, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, the steak, the food was good, um, but but you'll you go. And I tell you, one that's ending in May, uh, Retro by the Voltaggio Brothers, if you know them from the Food Network. It's kind of an all-80s theme, but it was a pop-up that, that only had a small residency of a year. It's going to end in May. They put it in the wrong building. It, it just didn't fit where it was but the food was actually much much better than than I what i say, thought it was going was to good. be it was a good concept but bad execution yeah unfortunately but. let's talk about drinking we're pretty good at that great spots for a cocktail and we went to a couple of really really cool ones on our last trip mook talk about the skyfall lounge at the at the uh, delano yeah, that's a, a place I'd seen. You know, a lot of times when Vegas, you're looking for a view, and there's uh, there's some good places that they're that, that will be trying to uh, develop a, a view for you, so you can see the entire strip at night. So we found Skyfall Lounge, and uh, it's right next to Mandalay Bay and their sister property, the Delano, and uh, 
you know, fantastic. Just you saw the entire strip. It's a really the cool view. In the far south. So it was a cool place to go have a drink before we went to dinner. I mean, you're going to pay for your drink. Well, you're going to pay for your drinks everywhere in Vegas. Let's just you stop. You paid for our drinks. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I paid for it. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, you're going to pay, but really cool view, really cool ambiance. Girls were dressed up as we're going out for dinner. So really nice, nice place. Dave, describe uh, at the Cosmo, describe the, the ski lodge, which is right by one of the restaurants Gary talked about, Super Frico. I, uh, that was the first time I'd ever been there. I was super impressed. It was basically exactly that. Yeah. You looked like you're sitting in a ski lodge, <laughs> fake window behind the bar where it looks right. like you're looking outside and it's snowing. Uh, great, great drinks, great atmosphere, good music, eighties music and Christmas music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it was awesome. Bartender, bartender was awesome as well. She was, yeah. uh, Mixing up drinks and being very helpful. And, uh, yeah, she was awesome. Last place I've got is Beer House. Um, it's right by New York, New York, kind of outside, right by the T-Mobile Center. Um, it's just a beer and whiskey joint, no big deal. However, on hockey days, because the the Golden Knights play at the T-Mobile Center, on hockey days, it that place is electric in there to, to go in and have a drink in the late afternoon. Yeah, get there at five o'clock, get you a table, and then it just continues to fill up and fill up, and it's got that you know that pregame vibe. So if you're a sports person, it's the vibe that you really seek before you go to a game. It's awesome. Just so many, so many great spots. We didn't even mention down at the bottom of the Mob Museum downtown. There's a really cool speakeasy to go have a have a drink at. You can look it up on Instagram to get the password to get in. And if you got a little bit larger group, you can ask the bartender about the secret room. Get back there and have a few cocktails. So many great places to eat in Vegas. You won't go wrong. Hey, um, we're having a great time talking to you about our Vegas trips and our recommendations. Hope you're enjoying them as well. We'll be back. We're going to talk about brunch spots and also uh, some other things you can do in Vegas besides sit and play blackjack all day. you got to move around a little bit. We'll be right back after this on Fair Shake. But in the end, it doesn't even matter. I Hey, next time you're in the Andrews Insurance Agency or People State Bank or Tyler Griffin's Pizza House, let them know that you appreciate them being a sponsor of the old school Red Hill Podcast. All right, back on Fair Shake, talking about Vegas trips as we're sitting here in frigid Indiana, thinking about getting out into the warm weather. Why don't you just book a trip? Mook, you had something you wanted to bring up that you forgot earlier. Yeah, we talked about all these restaurants, like I said, going into the frame of mind that it is going to be pricey. Didn't want to give everybody an option. There is there is a place. Uh, it's called Ocean Ocean One Bar and Grill. It's at the Miracle Mile Shops at Planet Hollywood, and uh, they have great deals all day. Three for one drinks. So they do charge twelve dollars for one, but you get three for twelve bucks basically, which is in Vegas. That is a fantastic yeah. deal. Um, for bre- they're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, they have $6 specials and $8 specials. So if you want to save a few bucks here and there, there are places in Vegas along the Strip that you don't have to spend that right. much on dinner. It's nice to do it, but you do have options if you want to save a few bucks on, on your meals as well. Another good tip, okay. I think that we t- we all do this, is that in your room, there's going to be waters and there's going to be snacks. And uh, don't touch them. Don't open your refrigerator. Oh, yeah. Wait since... And you're going to spend $14 for a bottle of water if yeah. you happen to have opened that. So the most of these hotels along the Strip, you're going to have a CVS or a Walgreens nearby. You're going to want to go in there if you want to get a bottle of wine or some beer, at least buy some waters. That's a really good way to save yourself several bucks is by yeah. doing that at one of those convenience stores right there close by. 
Let's talk brunch. Our wives always like to go to one or two nice brunch spots. My favorite at Paris is Manabi Gabi. It's a charming French bistro highlighting classics such as steak frites, onion soup, plus massive Bloody Marys during brunch, and bottomless mimosas. I've always enjoyed. We've had dinner there and brunch. I like going there, you know, about 9, 30, 10 o'clock for a nice brunch. Yeah, I have. I've never had a bad meal there. We even, I think one year we had brunch and dinner there. Yep. Um, which is a not rarity. On, for, not on the same but, day. Yeah. Not on the same day. But, you know, I, yeah, it's a, it's right across the street from uh, the Bellagio as well. So you can get a good view of the strip, good people watching. Um, yeah, really, really good food there. One trick that I uh, that I like, you know, we're talking about brunch, is uh, basically doing the, you know, the late morning brunch, skipping lunch altogether. Yeah. Yes. Since, we, since we, you know, we talked about how the costs can start to add up, you know, for, especially for meals, and then having and then having a nicer dinner. There. Yep. So basically, two meals a day because you eat one of those brunches and you're I'm I'm done. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't even want to think about eating lunch. So. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, another place that that we have gone in the past, if you like big portions American food, Hash House Hash House a go go over at the Link. Um, you order a pancake or a waffle in there, and you're going to be eating for days. Yeah, I woke up. I think I slept in a little bit, and I met you guys over there, and never had to purchase one ounce. If you guys had enough leftovers for me <laughs> right. to just pick a plate, so I didn't have to buy any food that day. Uh, humongous portions. We've got at our at our we own the hotel at Park MGM where we've been staying. Primrose, Dave, what was that uh, bottomless mimosa that you had? Well, it was forty dollars, which seemed which seemed steep, but. When they're charging seventeen dollars a piece, right? For, for a regular mimosa. After I ordered the second one, he's like, "Well, let's just let's just go bottomless." Yeah, take <laughs> take it all the way. Yeah. So he brought me a whole thing of juice and a whole thing of uh, and a whole basically bottle of liquor to to uh, of champagne to yeah you know, wash it down with and. So, and, 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 a good deal. And so. nothing, nothing outrageous on Primrose menu. Just a good, solid, classic breakfast. Gary, what was the one we went to at Aria this year? It's called Bardo Brasserie. It's another kind of a French place, but it was. Uh, I think we went there at ten or ten thirty in the morning, and it was uh, nice to be able to sleep in a little bit. And went over there. It was in, kind of like a similar menu to Monami Gabi, but yep. uh, you know, I think a couple of us got burgers for lunch. The, the, Royale, the Royale cheese. It was called <laughs> the Royale cheese, so that was a good option. My wife got. Um, French toast that was, I don't know, three inches thick. It was oh quite, quite good and uh, really nice aesthetic in these inside uh, of that restaurant, too. It was a really good-looking restaurant. All right, let's talk about extra stuff to do. You know, we, we've been eating, drinking. Now, if, if you want to go do something at night or during the day, Mook, uh, let's start with the Sphere. We went there a couple weeks ago. Tell the folks about that. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't heard of it, look up the Sphere in Las Vegas. It's amazing. Um, it's, 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 we didn't really plan to go do it, but like we're here, we had, we had a few hours Saturday afternoon and really at this point, you can only see it. If you want to see the band U2, they opened it up back in, I think September, October, there was a movie called postcards from earth. And it's uh it's like an IMAX on steroids, oh but it's goodness. literally a big giant ball that's behind the Venetian hotel. It holds 18,500 people. I think 20,000 for concerts with some standing room areas um straight it's up the, uh, it's like 4d because your your chair vibrates in different parts and we went and saw the movie uh the band fish is going to be play there they're the next the only the only band that's uh, been announced so fish is going to be there for four nights if you're a 
a jam band person, you want to get out there for that. But uh, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. Look it up online, but that won't even do it justice because it's the most amazing thing you've ever seen visually. Like you said, <laughs> picture IMAX and then multiply that by about 30, and, and that's what it is. Um, well, not only, not only yep. inside, outside. Outside, oh, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> you were talking about standing out on the balcony at your hotel one time and that big giant eyeball was staring at right, you. Right, yeah, it cycles through, I don't know, Oh, what probably an hour's worth of different things. Anywhere from a giant eyeball to a planet Earth to the moon to the yeah, giant cool. giant happy face. You know? Giant it's basketball amazing. that when you just glanced yeah. at it, I mean it looked like a I mean the detail is amazing on the basketball. Yeah. So check out the sphere. It was a lot of fun. Um shows. I think we're all in agreement. Absinthe is the best show in Las Vegas. I agree. I agree. That's at Caesar's Palace. Uh, it's a little bit risque. It's a little bit raunchy at times with some comedy. Um, it's got some little acts in between that are extraordinary. Um, but that's definitely worth the money. I would definitely go back and spend my money on seeing that again. It's yeah, it's absolutely filthy comedy. But then all, all the other things, and it is just you will walk out of there crying. You're laughing so hard. And another one by the same people, Spiegel World, is Atomic Saloon. And and Mook, we went to that one. That's been two or three years ago. But another fantastic show. Yeah, they're, and they're mostly very small theaters. You're only going to see maybe, I don't know, two, 300 people in these little theaters with you, so it's kind of quaint. So don't sit in the front if you don't want to get picked on. Sit towards the back, and that way you're a little safer from that. If you don't have thick skin, you're, you may get picked on, but uh, they put on great productions and, and that are hilarious and very entertaining. I want, But before we get to our last one, I do want to make sure I get this one in because we only got about a minute left. The Whippets. It's an a, if you like 80s music, you will not have a better time. Kind of a mid-afternoon they play what gary like one to five something like one that to five is what they've been playing on, yeah. from thursday through sunday but they're called the whippets carnival court it's in between it's an outdoor uh, venue in between harris and link but it's all 80s music they take requests they've got a guitar player that is absolutely crazy and hilarious so if you like 80s music uh go see them 30 seconds gary tell them about the secret magician uh there's a place where you get another quaint little room of about 50 people um, buy tickets called the magician study. Look it up. You can have to get a code word, uh, to actually be able to be invited to buy tickets. Uh, but you show up and with this, uh, world known, uh, magician and he's literally doing magic tricks within 10 to 15 feet of you. You find out um, the location that day at noon, right? Yeah. You don't, you, you get, you don't even know where it's at. You find out, find out where you're even going. It's that secret. You're not allowed to tell him. You cannot find the location of this place online. Awesome. If you like magic, Go do the magician study. Really, really good. We want to thank Mook and King, the old school crew, for coming in, sharing all their Vegas wisdom. Hopefully, you can plan a trip now. Go out there, have a little fun, and eat some great food. Have a nice cocktail. If you have any questions on your Vegas trip, just send us a message. Fairshake underscore radio on X or Twitter. Thanks to Casey Bartley for being on the show again. He always brings all that Purdue knowledge. And great job by producer Chip today. He lined up a list of bumper music from celebrity birthdays of people having birthdays this weekend. Great set of music this time. And happy birthday. I'm sure he's listening online. My son Sam turns 20 this weekend, so happy birthday to Sam. And you can listen online if you can't be in your car or at your home. You can always go to Razor945.com or WAMWAMFM.com and just stream it on the various Shake Broadcasting stations. Thanks to our sponsors, and most importantly, thank you for each and every Every week, giving us a fair shake. Far away, I just should have been gone.
Well, that's going to do it with this bonus episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast. Appreciate you listening as always and appreciate you giving a fair shake a chance if you ever want to on Saturday mornings. That's on Razor945.com or WAMWAMFM.com. As always, thanks a lot for listening and we will be back with another regular episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast here in just two or three days. We appreciate everybody who listens, comments on the website, and we have a heck of a lot of fun doing it. I'm Brian Emmons on behalf of Chip Jamerson, David King, and Gary Emmons, and we are Reddit.